6: Wednesday, April 15, 2020, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, we'll be joined by Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence as we talk about COVID-19, what Congress is doing to impact small businesses, but also how nutty people in Michigan are reacting to the governor. there extending the shelter-in-place order. You've seen the videos of black men being arrested and harassed for wearing masks, Former police officer and director of Cops Ron Davis says police need to change Before this pandemic. It really needs to change now. He'll join us to discuss. Democrat in Georgia, Vernon Jones, has endorsed Donald Trump for president and his colleagues. The Democratic Party in that state are outraged. Senator Elizabeth Warren, she endorses Bernie's... Excuse me, Joe Biden for president today. We'll show you her announcement. And your stimulus check, if it's being mailed to you, is delayed. Why? because a narcissist in the White House mandated that his name be printed on the check. Yes. And an Ohio State Senator wants Donald Trump prosecuted for crimes against humanity because of his coronavirus failures. And grants to small businesses are also being delayed because of a backlog. And Facebook uh, has set aside $100 million for small businesses. We'll tell you about it. An example of how we're all looking out for each other during these crazy times. Folks, it's time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered. Let's go. he got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it.
7: Whatever it is.
6: All right, folks, glad to have you today on Roland Martin Unfiltered. The White House is holding their coronavirus update right now. We're not taking it live because Donald Trump is at the microphone. Yesterday, he spent mostly the two hours whining and complaining and just making stuff up And so we don't take the liar-in-chief uh, when he is talking. And so if, it go, if they go to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, then we will switch. Now, today, folks, there are 624,000. 48 confirmed cases of coronavirus in the United States and three U.S. territories. 27,787 people uh, have, uh, actually 28,306 people have died uh, from the coronavirus with 47,942 recovering. Folks, the death toll uh, is nearly increased by nearly 2,400 since this time yesterday. Uh, And the recovery number is up by more than 12,000. So that is some good news. Andrew Cuomo, who is the governor of New York State, during his daily briefings, uh, he talked about the importance of staying home even though the curve is flattening in
2: that state. People are restless. We have to talk about the reopening of the economy. How do we do this? We have to build a bridge from where we are to the reopening of the economy. Well, what does that look like? Uh, Let's say that the... Uh, where we're going, it's not a reopening in that we're going to open what was. We're going to a different place, and we should go to a different place, and we should go to a better place. If we don't learn the lessons from this situation, uh, then all of this will have been in vain. We learned a lot if we're willing to open our eyes and open our ears. So we're going to a different place, which is a new normal. And we talk about the new normal, we've been talking about the new normal for years. We're going to have a new normal in public health. By the way, the way we have a new normal in an environment, a new normal in an economics, a new normal in civil rights, a new normal in social justice, right? This is the way of the world now. We're moving to a new place, more challenging place, but also potentially a better place.
6: Folks, so many different things are changing. If you go to my iPad, uh, the L.A. Times is reporting that the mayor of Los Angeles, uh, Eric Garcetti, has told high-level staff from several departments that uh, there may not be major sporting events or concerts in Los Angeles uh, until 2021. Also today, Essence announced that they are canceling the 2020 Essence Festival. We told you on yesterday that the mayor of New Orleans announced that she was urging no major events in her city uh, until 2021 because of the impact of the coronavirus on Louisiana uh, and New Orleans. If I go to my iPad right now, I'm going to go to what they posted uh, on Essence.com. Again, that decision was made if you go to Uh, the uh, iPad now, you'll see this is on their homepage uh, where they have a story uh, about the cancellation. And so uh, this is the statement that was released Uh, Today, uh, by the folks at Essence. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell bravely recommended yesterday and no large events take place in New Orleans in 2020 and Essence fully supports that decision. After continued monitoring of the evolving developments in the COVID-19 global pandemic uh, and remaining in close contact and collaboration with our partners in the city of New Orleans and state of Louisiana, we're confirming today that we will no longer move forward with the 2020 Essence Festival of Culture live experience and look forward to returning to New Orleans in 2021. Uh, these decisions have been made all across the country. Many organiza- conferences also have been canceled. People have been postponed. Folks are waiting to see what happens uh, with this coronavirus. Are we going to see the sort of flattening of the curve uh, by May or June? The problem, though, we still are not at a significant level when it comes to testing right now at the White House. Dr. Burks is speaking. Let's go live to what she has to say
5: metro areas as individual, individual areas. We talked before how each of these curves are different. Each of the cases experiences are different. We have some states like California and Washington State, Oregon, that never really had a peak because of so much work that their populations did to decrease and keep the new cases down. So each of these individual states and individual metros are being studied very specifically. I do want to highlight, and we are remaining concerned, and we've been having discussions with Rhode Island. Rhode Island and Providence are in a unique situation. First, they had increasing cases from the New York City area, and now they have new new increasing cases from the Boston area. They're Hot between two incredible hot spots in the country. Um, they're doing an extraordinary job. They're caring for the individuals in the front lines, but Providence continues to have new cases. And we do continue to work with specific states that have specific outbreaks related to individual occurrences. I will just remind the American people again this is a highly contagious virus social gatherings coming together. Is there always a chance that a asymptomatic person can spread the virus unknowingly? No one is intending to spread the virus. We know if you are sick, you will stay home. But to all of you that are out there that would like to join together and just have that dinner party for 20, don't do it yet. Um, continue to follow the presidential guidelines. We really appreciate the work of the American people. We see as a country, we're improving. We see as metro areas, we're improving. We see as communities, as counties, and as states, we're improving. But that also still requires everyone to continue to social distance. And in the end, we do have states, that have very few cases and very few new cases. And so, these are the ones the president is referring to um, that have been silent, relatively silent, throughout this epidemic and pandemic that many of us have faced. And so, these are the groups we're working in with very specifically, and each of these, governors and each of these mayors will have to make decisions after generalized guidelines are put out so that they can do what's best for their communities. They are at the front line. And I wanted to conclude by really thanking my PEPFAR teams around the world who have been working tirelessly throughout the world to ensure that Africa and Asia doesn't experience this level of infections that we have seen here. They've turned over their capacities from their embassies. Our U.S. hires throughout the world, our ambassadors, are still on the front line with our local staff, working with ministries of health to confront this virus around the globe. And I assure you that they are continuing to invest in the health structures, the laboratory, and the frontline care to ensure that all of the work that we have done against TB, HIV, and malaria continues, but that we use our capacity, our laboratories, our clinics, our hospitals that have been built by the American people and the generosity of the American people to really combat this COVID-19 around the globe. Thank you.
8: Thank you very much. Thank
6: you, Doctor. All right, folks, um, they are continuing uh, the news conference. Uh, Now, folks, yesterday, uh, Donald Trump, first of all, has has criticized the World Health Organization for praising China's initial response to the coronavirus pandemic, even though he praised them himself. Here's the hypocrite
9: president Xi uh, I know you spoke to him recently about coronavirus um, some concerns that their economy is really going to tank because of this and that that could have a spillover effect here what's your sense of their transparency right now whether they're being more accommodating in terms of telling us what's going on and how it affects our economy
8: well I think China is very you know professionally run in the sense that they have everything under control I really believe they are going to have it under control fairly soon you know in April supposedly it dies with a hotter weather and that's a beautiful date to look forward to but John I can tell you is working very hard we're working with them you know we just sent some of our best people over the world health organization and uh, a lot of them are composed of our people they're fantastic and they're now in China and we're helping them out we're in very good shape we have 11 cases and most of them are getting better very rapidly I think they'll all be better uh, but uh, now, our relationship with China, you know, we made a, a great deal, a great trade deal, and our relationship on top of that is probably better with China. They respect us now. What they were getting away with was murder. You know that from being uh-huh. a phenomenal
6: Hmm, so he praises the World Health Organization. Now he wants to criticize them. This is Donald Trump, folks, simply trying to shift the blame. He's been criticized in major stories in the New York Times, Associated Press, in the Guardian newspaper, Washington Post as well. And so... By attacking the World Health Organization, he wants to shift the story. You see exactly what's going on. Talk about what's going on in Michigan. Idiots are angry with the governor of Michigan because she has extended the shelter-in-place. These fools today went to the state capitol in their cars and trucks. Some stepping outside of their vehicles and many some waving Confederate flags, protesting the strict stay-at-home orders issued by Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Guys, roll the video. Uh, you'll, you'll see this. I mean. You'll see the... I mean, seriously. um, Forget safe distance. Uh, They are angry with her um, and uh, upset. Uh, We had another... There was another video. uh, Guys, if you have that one, show it. Where they were... Cars were jammed. They were honking horns. Again, waving Confederate flags, which... Okay, that sort of makes no sense, Uh, but that's what you see there. Uh, Pretty much, this looked like a MAGA rally. Uh, You see them with their Trump flags, the Confederate flag there, and so in the the, the little red hats. They're mad because she's ordering a shelter-in-place. Keep in mind that Michigan has the third highest number of deaths in the country from coronavirus, but these people here upset. Joining me right now is Michigan Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence. Congresswoman Lawrence, welcome back to Roller Martin Unfiltered. Okay, folks, let me know when Congresswoman is on. I thought she was on. Uh, I mean, this is what well, I'll do. I'll introduce our panel. And let me know when the Congresswoman is on. Teresa Lundy, she's the principal founder of TML Communications. A. Scott Bolden is former Chair of National Bar Association, Political Action Committee. Eric, Erica Savage Wilson hosts Savage Politics Podcast. Uh, Teresa, uh, look, these these are the MAGA people. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. If you, if, if you wanna break this down, down to who actually understand and believes coronavirus is real, Democrats do more so than Republicans, okay? You've got Republican governors who are late to the game ordering shelter in place. You've got the biggest idiot in the country, Ron DeSantis in Florida, uh, who is named the WWE an essential business saying, there's no content, people need to watch wrestling. Gotcha, now that came of course after uh, Linda McMahon of course, who is the wife of Vince McMahon. They own the WWE. She dropped $25 million from a super PAC into various states. 18 million gonna be spent in Florida. They say there's no, co- there's, there's no coincidence. Gotcha. Now you got the governor of South Dakota, Republican, refusing a shelter in place, and they're adding 400 new coronavirus cases a day. Do these Republicans somehow think the R on their chest keeps coronavirus away?
10: You know what there was a uh, republican governor in indiana and his position was it is uh more truer that republicans care about getting back to business than they do care for the quality of life of every american and i can't tell you how true that is because even here in pennsylvania today uh house and senate republicans just voted to uh, open businesses essential non-essential businesses so that was actually a breakthrough development today here in Pennsylvania, thank God we have a Democratic governor and he doesn't sign it through. But it's it's more so the, the mental capacity of some of these Republicans of how they feel like they are the uh, sacrificial lamb almost uh, in order to save the public and open our economy and make it sure that it flows. But it's really not bringing back common sense nor is it bringing back actual solutions to making sure that the quality of life uh, is more important than the quality of goods for every American.
6: Um, Scott, here's a photo here of protesters in Ohio uh, at the state capitol. Uh, go, look, this is on Twitter feed. You know, angry and upset, uh, saying open businesses back up. I mean, look, <laughs> I, 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 I... Look, I am a small business owner, okay? We are greatly impacted by coronavirus. We're impacted when it comes to advertising dollars. I'm, I am mean, literally, before coming on this show, I'm going over the finances, uh, having to make some very hard decisions.
11: These people act as if folks aren't dying. Yeah, you know, what's interesting, they're, they're dying to get back to business. But think about this population. Think about those who support Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump blames everybody but themselves. I suggest to you that the uh, Trump uh, supporters, they also blame others for their life. If they're poor or working class, they don't trust the government, they don't uh, believe that they're responsible for anything vis-à-vis self-responsibility. And this is how it manifests itself with COVID-19. With COVID-19, it stops them from making money and providing food for their families. They don't care. They don't care that they have family members that maybe uh, get COVID-19. They don't care because they're going to blame somebody else notwithstanding. And so we have to look at the culture but the psychology of those groups who support Donald Trump and, and support other conservative causes who are poor working class. Their psychology is to blame others, and that's why they're protesting and wanting to uh, get into mass gatherings and go back to work because if something negative happens to them, they'll blame China. They'll blame the WHO. They won't blame themselves or their irresponsibility or even Donald Trump.
6: Uh, I want to go, hold tight one second, Eric. I want to bring in Congresswoman Lawrence. First of all, Anthony, go back to my iPad. Uh, I want to credit Joshua Bickle. He is the photographer who shot this photo. Uh, there are a lot of journalists out there who are, frankly, putting their lives on the line, actually covering the news. There have been journalists who have been infected, some who have died. Uh, from coronavirus Mm -hmm. Uh, again let's uh, bring in congresswoman brenda lawrence congresswoman glad to have you back on roller martin unfiltered
12: thank you so much I'm, i'm glad to be here and i thank god that you're safe and we're well so we're watching these
6: idiots in michigan who are angry with the governor because she's extending the shelter in place I mean, Michigan is seeing significant numbers. I mean, there are people there uh, who are dying left and right. I talked about uh, Willie Wilkerson, the longtime uh, uh, fiance yes. and worker of with Aretha Franklin who passed away. I got the news uh, earlier this week. I mean, this thing is mm-hmm. real, and these folks act as if, oh, this is no big deal. Let's go back to having groups and people going into restaurants and going to hang out. I mean, Dr. Burks just said this is highly contagious, but... They're getting their cues from Donald Trump, who is itching because he's angered the stock market Is has lost so many uh, of his points.
12: So this is so, what's so ironic. The protests that they had today, they were literally without masks, congregating, mm. spitting and hollering, exactly. waving the Trump flag, uh. and wearing the Trump hat. And uh. what was so ironic is that the organizer of this protest said that it's not political. It's not political, but here you are waving the Trump flag. And so I just want to make this real. In Michigan, we have had over 27,000 people infected and 1,796 deaths as of Tuesday. This is real. This is not political. And this governor has gone above and beyond And thank God she has, because we're finally seeing that it is uh, leveling out. And it it was just crazy today to see these, this mass people, and they just block the streets and protesting and, and saying, you know, we need to go back to work. So what does that waving the Donald Trump flag have to do with you losing your life? And this is another thing. In Michigan, we have what we call up north. It's, it's, it's wooded, it's beautiful, it's lakes. We call it God's country. And so many people own property up north. And so a lot of people want to get in their car and drive up north and get away from this contaminated area. So the governor said, no, shelter in place. You cannot go up north. And they're saying, well, why? Some of those small towns only have one hospital within 50 miles. Can you imagine? Our hospitals here in the city are at capacity. The morgues cannot even handle the crowds. And so now you got to take your your infected disease up north and start infecting people with no resources. So I'm very proud of it. She said that we, unless you have the... uh, Responsibility for life or sustaining of life, stay at home, and I support it.
6: Again, uh, uh, Henry, go to uh, excuse me, Anthony, go to my iPad. This, of course, uh, is a Periscope video that was shot of this protest. And again, you're seeing these people. Um, you know, 79% of the viruses in three counties get the other 80 counties back to work. They're acting as if uh, that that we 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 have an understanding of the protest of what's going on. And we don't. We don't, have a, we don't. we don't have a full understanding because testing has not been
12: as widespread as it should be. Congresswoman? That is the problem because we have not tested everyone. And the fact that we have stopped this social mingling where we could spread it even faster... And that's the step we wanna go to now, <clears throat> now that we're leveling out, that we can do more testing. Because what we have found is that by the time people have these symptoms, and mm-hmm. and you know, let's talk about the symptoms in black people. So for me, I'm an African American, I'm older, I'm over 60, and I have a preexisting condition. Now you take that, if any of this disease get to me, It it has a direct impact. There are some people that are walking around with no symptoms, but they're spreading the disease. And so now we have the opportunity to keep everyone at home, test those who are demonstrating the fever, the coughing, the shortness of breath, to get health care to them. And now we're going to start expanding it. We actually in Detroit now have a drive up testing center in the city of Detroit where you Those can get in your car if you don't have a car you have the symptoms, we'll send a cab for you to test you and get you into the hospital and what what I'm seeing there is not even healthy do you know that that congregating all they need is one person to be to be infected and they could infect we don't even know how many people one person can infect, The 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 numbers are not even there yet and Duke, so it, it's so sad i do
6: have to ask you this here um these the program three hundred fifty billion dollars to decide for small businesses uh, that program may run out of money by today uh this is the washington yeah. post story here a small business program uh intended for quick grants is running weeks behind uh people are saying they're they're, they're waiting to hear uh they haven't heard back you've got banks who are basically picking winners and losers Choosing yes. uh, some of their biggest and top customers, you've got mm-hmm. businesses that don't have relationships with banks, which yes. you've got a handful. So you have to, go, in order to access, you got to go through these banks. Well, yes. they're now deciding, well, who who gets to participate or not. So, what do black businesses do uh, who right now are in this conundrum? And these are people, these are businesses that can't wait two, three, four weeks. These people literally are in a Will I be in business in the next five to seven days?
12: So, Roland, what we're confronting here is that this virus is doing more than killing and taking lives. It's, it's, it's devastating our economy. And you have some small business. So I'm, I'm in Detroit. We call ourselves a comeback city. So many of the small businesses have only been up and running a year or six months because it's just been this momentum of growth a business and now be, they're just getting on their feet and they don't have that fallback or that that uh uh preserves that they can go back to and uh pull from so we're we're gonna see and we're gonna have to have a tremendous amount of resources available to the small business so some of the things i heard because i talked to one of my auto suppliers who happened to be african-american and I said, how are you doing? He said, well, Brenda, I have resources. I have I have administrative staff that helped me cut through the red tape. Then I talked to my small restaurant owner or my beauty salon uh, owner. She doesn't know how or he doesn't know where to start. What do I do? What are you talking about? I saved this money under my bed and started my business. I don't have a bank. They wouldn't give me money. So... This is our reality, and we're when we're looking at the second phase of the CARES Act, we're going to have to look at women-owned businesses, which is one of the largest startups in the country, are women who start new businesses. We're going to have to look at how minority-owned businesses are going to survive. And we also, you know, they always push back and they say, we're trying to regulate too much. If we don't regulate these banks to give the money... To those little mom and pops and to make sure that it's equitable, that everyone has access to it, then we're we're, you know, we're not doing this country a justice. We're having the haves and the have not. Unfortunately, that is the dream of so many people in America, that there's only a few, select few, that have access to the American dream.
6: All right then. Congresswoman Brendan Lawrence, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you very much.
12: Thank you. Take care of yourself, All and right. I look forward to a time when we can see each other eye
6: to eye. Indeed. Thank you so very much. All Thank right. You. Go back to my panel. I'll bring up Erica Savage-Wilson. Erica, uh, again, when you, when you see what is playing out here, um, you have a, a truly, utterly clueless individual who stands at the microphone, lies, like the whole deal, I can tell states when to reopen, I have that authority, then I'm giving the governors the authority to open their states. Now, now the idiot is talking today and he's saying to Congress that if they don't approve, approve my appointees, uh, I have the right to adjourn, adjourn both chambers. I mean, he clearly has never even bothered. I don't think he's even walked by the Constitution. Forget reading it.
3: Even well, why
13: would he need to? He definitely has the sycophantic Republican Party that is holding him up to the detriment of all of its citizens. And, um, Roland, that picture that you showed before with um, the white men and women um, gnashing their teeth, um, mouths wide open, took me back to photos of the civil civil rights era during my grandparents' and parents' time um, of white folks that were shouting down black people simply for just existing, for wanting to eat a meal, for wanting to go to school, um, for wanting to go and vote. So I think that now, um, as we've really seen that the path for mediocrity has been laid out for Donald Trump, the question then becomes, then, what is going to be our response to a person that uh, you talked about never walked by the Constitution really has no regard for what it does for the country and for the citizenry? Um, So this is really a time where in our country um where we have this global pandemic and we're seeing um disparities for people to really see that uh, this really is not a country that is owned by this person we're not yet in an authoritarian um regime we're going towards that path we're we're, uh, we're going that way but there are still things that we can do as citizens to ensure that that is that plan is thwarted
6: um what we are still dealing with here uh, folks is a lack of widespread testing. Dr. fauci keeps making that point. He keeps saying that we, have, we we simply have not reached that level and I don't know Teresa what it's going to take to get people to understand that until you have reached a certain number where you have a sense of where the public is on this with this highly contagious this highly contagious virus, the fact that there are people in South Korea who had it, got rid of it and now getting it back I mean this thing can just sort of be like groundhog day coming back coming back and you have to um, you can try to open all you want to but guess what uh, until people feel they're comfortable walking out in public going to sporting events oh they're going to be the fools who still do it and guess what we're going to still be dealing with a serious pandemic because they're going to be spreading it all around Teresa, go ahead. Do we have Teresa? All right, let's go to Scott. Scott, weigh in, please.
11: Hey, Roland, I got a solution. Uh, unfortunately, I have to joke about it or you'll throw me off, but all those people out there protesting with no mask and those conservative flags or, or Confederate flags and MAGA hats, let them go to work. Just them, put them in a place together, working together. no, 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 what? don't let them go to work.
6: They can all go to <laughs> Trump rallies. That's right. That's right. Just have they, a Trump rally. They can all, <laughs> they can all go to one big-ass rally. Go right ahead. That's right. And just pass it care? around to each other.
11: That's right. And then they'll say, uh, this is because of the China virus, not because of Trump or because we were at that rally. So uh, the, the reality is the, the rebuilding process uh, is going to be a bigger challenge than what we're going through now. Uh, yep. We have to certainly uh, do that the right way, but the economy, um, and the, that, that struggle between the economy and the health and the dangers associated with it, you know, the, the real power of this disease is that if you're asymptomatic, you can still give it. And the people who want to go back to work, that's too complicated for them to understand in their day-to-day life. They simply can't get through the complications of that. And so we're gonna continue to struggle as a country But we've got to be on the same page, federal and state governments, because if Trump lets us go back to work or says lifts his orders, if you will, and the New York governor says no, you're gonna have mass confusion and a real challenge in getting this economy going again.
6: Well, and and, and a thing, uh, Teresa and Erica, when you talk about where we're with the economy, and and i'm not at all uh, m- minimizing people who have lost their jobs who have been laid off who have been furloughed who have seen salaries slash 10 mm-hmm. 20 30 50% but the reality is this um, if you've got a business you got to stay in business
10: absolutely
7: and, and i can tell and you it's
6: know. just it it, it, it it i mean it's real it's just and when you have a business there are fixed costs that don't even impact... I mean, if, if you got rid of all your employees today, you're still mm-hmm. going to pay your rent. Yeah. You're still going to pay your insurance. you yeah. still got to pay... Yeah. I mean, there are fixed costs that ain't
11: changing. Teresa, go ahead. But the margins are so narrow, though. That's the other thing to remember. The margins yeah, very are narrow in these small businesses. Absolutely. Well, first of all, narrow or non-existent.
10: There you go. Right. And, and, and again, right. this just for... I mean, part of it is we're all now waiting for the PPP plan, uh, the COVID-19 plan where everybody thought they were getting $10,000 if they had a business, but really the fine print says up to $10,000. And now those details are now even still being scarce uh, and how you're getting it, because I'm hearing now it's $1,000 per person, uh, per employee that you have. And as a small business owner myself, um, like you said, Roland, fixed rates, right? So, uh, gratefully, uh, me and my staff are still employed, and that's probably until my clients call me and say, hey, uh, we have to cut our vendor. So if they start making cuts, then I have to start making those executive decisions. But until yep. then, those fixed rates from, from the rent, from the telephone, uh, transportation not, is obviously not an issue, but the Internet costs. These, right. these, these right. issues are happening as we speak, at, um, daily and part of it is it's
6: because uh looks like we've frozen uh teresa's skype is frozen uh erica go ahead and weigh in
13: i mean this is a public health crisis so we're seeing the collision between um the public health crisis and the economic piece, and if this, if, if we had someone who was in leadership, in federal leadership, that really did, because we are the wealthiest country in the world, that really did look at. Listen, 2020 may or may not be um, a healthy time for our country. So let's ensure that what is what is the engine of our nation, which is small businesses, continue to be able to operate to keep their employees. Um, to do that, to make sure folks, we're able to um, give them $2,000, 3000 $4,000 a month for six months. That would also, too, play into the psychology that Scott was talking about uh, concerning people, even if the country is reopened, um, being mm-hmm. able, feeling comfortable going out, feeling um, a sense of safety, because that leader is looking out for everyone. So um, mm-hmm. as the plane continues to be built as it flies because we are dealing with a novel virus. Unfortunately, I think that the numbers that we are continuing to see around uh, cases and then also with people who are unfortunately passing away will continue to go, um, continue to go north.
4: All right, folks. Yeah.
11: Okay. Hey, hey, but Roland, you know, there's another issue and I'd I love your opinion on sure. it, and that is this. We've got to look at our business models in this country. I understand small businesses Uh, can't afford to be down for 30, 45 days. But if you look at the Fortune 500 companies, public and and, and publicly traded and and private, the majority of those companies have not been able to withstand a 30 to 45-day shutdown, many of them. And if you're a billion-dollar company or or half-a-billion-dollar company or multi-million-dollar company, how is it that in our business model, in our economy, that we don't have enough reserves, those big companies, to sustain themselves but 30 to 45 days and be able to reopen. We need to rethink that when we talk about the new reality. Easy. It's also- easy. Yeah. The-
6: easy. I mean, I-, I go back to the financial crisis of 2008. Those companies operate based upon debt. That's why. Mm-hmm. What, the, what, yep. what they do yep. is they operate on debt. You look at what happened after the tax cut, uh, the billions, the more than trillion dollars. What do they do? They say, we're not going to sit on this cash. We going to buy back our stock and that's going <laughs> to repay, repay, <laughs> repay our shareholders. And that's what it's right. all about. And so that's how they operate and they live. And and so, we, you know, we live, you hear the phrase cash is king, but the bottom line is um, we do operate on debt. It, it, it's so funny. I got a phone call today. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you get, you get these, you get these robocalls all the time. So I get this phone call and person, oh, you know, we're calling about a, a business like yours. First of all, y'all know a damn thing about my business. <laughs> okay so y'all don't, y'all don't even know who i am and so we're sitting here offering an opportunity and they like an opportunity to help grow your business uh and they start talking about always oh, and uh so with interest rates beginning to get uh i think you said 4.7 percent and i'm sitting here laughing i said first of all i need you to stop i said <laughs> i said i need you to stop one i have no in, i have no interest in y'all talk in whatever y'all trying to sell uh, two, my business has grown more than 30% since last year. I said, and I don't have any loans. So I'm going to need y'all to go the hell away. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and again, the reality is here, there are a lot of black-owned businesses out there mm-hmm. that are operating based upon money brought in, money going out. They, we don't have the capacity... To go like these, to your point, these major corporations. You, you, you look at Disney. Disney just announced, uh, and I think Disney Comcast. It was another another company announced that they were going out and securing a six billion dollar credit line.
13: Oh, nice! All right, now. <laughs> okay. I mean,
6: damn! <laughs> I would love it. to get a sixty thousand dollar credit line.
11: Yes. You retire on that credit line. No, no, I'm just, no I'm just saying, credit. but it's
6: just, I mean, that <laughs> that 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 is the reality that small businesses are facing. And then what happens is if you've got five, seven, eight, ten employees, this coronavirus thing not as impacts you and your business. Now they them and their families, because you might have some people who are working for you and they've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse or a family Mm -hmm. who lost their job, and so they're the only one in the household getting a check, and so now all of a sudden, you're talking about I may need to lay some people off, furlough some people, cut salaries, now it's kind of like, oh my goodness, now we're really impacted. That's what this thing has exposed, and so I would hope Congress is going to be a hell of a lot more aggressive uh, in creating uh, this whole deal. Uh, I got to talk about this here, guys, because it just makes no sense to me. So there are people who are being delayed right now receiving checks because this damn fool, (laughs) this ignorant, ridiculous, narcissistic, sadistic, shameful, deceitful man tells Treasury, put my name on it. Now, here's what's crazy. In the United States, it's illegal
9: mm-hmm.
6: right. for the President of the United States to sign checks. So they are actually holding up the distribution of the $1,200 checks until they're able to put his signature in the memo box. Yep. Mm. How yeah. more arrogant can you be, Teresa? Then to, in a international pandemic, hold up delivery of checks because you want your name on it so everybody can see. That's right. I put my name on it. That's right. I.
1: What I, the hell? It's, we it's, might, it's,
6: why, why don't we just go ahead and have Pelosi and McConnell? <laughs> hmm Because if they don't pass the bill, he can't send checks out. This man is sick. hmm
10: and, and this yeah. is the type of president that every, not everybody, but most people elected, right? The egotistical uh, president that j- literally, he's a marketer, right? And so as the chief marketer uh, of the of the United States, he has made sure that, you know, if he's not passing out literature with his name on there, he's passing out checks where individuals will likely, and I'm waiting for those photos to actually surface when the paychecks come around, is we'll be taking photos and tagging, thank you, Donald Trump. I was already told um, from a group that a group chat that I'm in that has over uh, 500 millennials uh, that there was some Republicans in there, Black voices for Trump, and they said, we are now creating a strategy on how we can amplify... Uh, president trump get giving back to the communities of color it's ridiculous like you know like this isn't a team effort but again this is uh the reality of 2020 of of in the midst of a pandemic and i know the democrats are ready with their report uh to show the, the the cons of his leadership in the midst of this how he wants to rush to get back to business but we also need to be very mindful in this report that we have somebody who is, we know that's egotistical, but is also now delaying the quality of life of which Republicans said they stand on uh, as it relates to getting back to business.
6: So, Scott, damn people needing the money to pay their bills, they have to wait. Now, $80 who have direct deposits, money's going straight in. But those who don't, who get a mail mm. check, they got to wait because this fool wants his name on it.
11: Well, it's only a couple of days, and the IRS disagrees with that. But uh, I'm not bragging; I'm complaining with you. The, the, the other thing to think about: the IRS here, disagrees with what? Say what? The
6: IRS disagrees with what?
11: That there's going to be a delay. But it doesn't matter. It, it, whatever they say, it, it is. They work. <laughs> exactly. But, but here's the deal: I think there is a serious, serious campaign finance violation here. If the courts were open, you'd see the lawsuits coming and the complaints filed before the FEC mm-hmm. because this is an apolitical government agency, the IRS one. Two, we're several months, maybe seven months from a general election. Uh, this is nothing but a campaign ploy. Right. I guarantee you you're gonna see his ad saying that I gave you this twelve hundred. He's essentially mm-hmm. buying votes with our taxpayer dollars. Yep, which yep. is wholly inappropriate if not unlawful.
6: Yep. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what's happening.
11: And so so the Dems have to fire away in regard to their campaign and political ads, but they got to fire away legally at this campaign finance violation. Otherwise, he's buying votes. And they better come up with some money and strategy to really hit hard on this, not later, but right now.
6: Absolutely. All right, folks, in a recent column written for the Center for American Progress, the issue of policing during the coronavirus epidemic was raised. Now, we've shown you the videos of young black men being arrested and harassed by police in stores for wearing masks. In New York City, they literally tackled a young boy because he was trying to sell some candy. Too often, we are having to choose between protecting ourselves from the virus or the police. Joining me right now is Ron Davis. He's a former police officer and former director of the Office of Community-Oriented Policing Services for the DOJ. Ron, how you doing?
8: I'm good, Roland.
6: How are you doing? Uh, doing good, good. I mean, you see these stories, first of all, somebody had a great video earlier where they showed police in Spain coming across people who don't have masks on and handing them a mask, and then right. American police dragging people off of buses and being physical with them because they have no mask.
8: <laughs> right. I saw the videos where they're handing out... And that's the better math, method, of course. It's. This virus should be teaching us in law enforcement that that police now are part of public health. We've been advocating that for years. I know yourself and many others that we should take a public health model, which is do no harm first. And we should be out there encouraging and supporting people into the habits that we know are gonna make us safe. And so we can't afford stereotypes about who wears a mask and we can't be using force to try to get compliance because Using the force violates the six foot rule. So I think we're about to see some changes that many of us wanted from the front end, but now the virus is going to highlight, illuminate that, and kind of require it because now the officer safety and the community safety are very much linked together.
6: Well, I mean, we're showing the video right now, the brothers who went to Walmart store, and again, they had masks on, and that was in order. We're showing the video here, the doctor in Miami, where they claim all trash was being thrown out and. They couldn't even see the back of his van from the other direction. I mean, just the, the, the making up of stories is just what also <laughs> just 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 trips me out uh, every time we show one of these videos and they act as if we're just dumb as hell and we don't see the game. No, game recognized
8: game. <laughs> That's pretty true. No, I, I think we're at the point now, it's, it's you're still gonna have, I think you already know this, there's something like 16,000 individual police departments and sheriff's offices around the country unfortunately, instead of being linked together in training and standards and in constitution, very independent. And so you're going to see in some places are going to evolve quicker than others. And even though the virus is going to change a lot of behavior, what it cannot do is change the underlying issues that we had even before the pandemic hit. So we still have to deal with the issue of racial animus and bias. We still got to deal with the issue of police brutality. We still got to deal with the issue of policing in the United States. But i think the virus may highlight for us how we over rely on police to do things that they should not do and that would also include public health well, so we should come part of the model where we're there to help we should re we should rethink and reimagine policing to where as a cop i'm making arrest now it has more meaning to me because i got to now violate a six-foot roll to get close to you and put my hands on you which means i'm now putting my life at risk just by putting handcuffs on you. And so instead of arrest being a very common tool, it should be the tool of last resort. Force should be the tool of last resort. Things that we've been advocating for years, but now we have this moment where it's going to be pretty clear why. But it does not, I, I want to say this, it does not take away the challenges that existed before the virus mm-hmm. they remain. Um, but maybe, maybe it can start a discussion so that as we, when we come off this apex, we can look at rural policing and where we need to go in this country.
6: All right, then. Ron Davis, man, we appreciate your insight. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Roller. I appreciate it. All right, folks, let's talk about this fool in Georgia. Mm. Georgia State Rep Vernon Jones, former mm. CEO of DeKalb County. Y'all, he told the Land Journal Constitution that he is, going, that he is endorsing Donald Trump in part to... you know what? I ain't got to read that. Play the video that Vernon uh, put out, y'all. <coughs> Y'all, y'all don't have a video? Y'all are supposed to pull the video. Y'all, I, you can play the video, play the video. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up because I uh, I thought y'all had the video. Uh, y'all, let me uh, show, y'all, I, I can't even just say, so, mm, I just can't even.
0: So, <sighs> Anthony, go. From the Georgia House of Representatives but I've also been a lifelong Democrat too. But today, I've announced my support and endorsement of Donald J. Trump's campaign re-election. Now, let me be clear about one thing. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. But one would say now, why would a black man support Donald Trump? Well, I would reverse that. Why wouldn't a black man endorse Donald Trump? Isn't he the president that ushered in the lowest unemployment rate among blacks before the pandemic crisis? Isn't he the president that signed the Criminal Justice Reform Act? And finally, isn't he the president that overwhelmingly supported financially historical black colleges in which I'm a proud graduate of North Carolina Central University? I 100% support Donald Trump, and I want to call on every patriot, every great American out there, across this country, regardless of your race or whatever, gender, orientation. I want to ask all of you, young people, seniors, all in between, join me in re-electing Donald J. Trump as the president, our next president, our re-elected president of the United States. Peace out, America. Which one of y'all want this light work?
13: So I'll say this because I am from Albany, Georgia. Georgia is my home state. And I was actually in the state when he uh, co-sponsored a bill to legalize carrying concealed weapons on college campuses. And um, all of you well know that in the South, it is uh, uh, peppered with historically black colleges and universities for someone to brag that they are a graduate um, of an HBCU is a complete disgrace. He also um, has uh, framed himself as a conservative Democrat, which you would, uh, would, I would believe to be a blue dog Democrat, but the things that he supports, he supports gun rights, he supports limited government, um, he supports uh, immigration, um, aggressive immigration policies. So though he says that he is a member of the Democratic Party, He really is a tea party. For those of us who are from Georgia, who know Vernon Jones, this is not um, something that was surprising. Um, I'm not sure what office he's looking for. He's ran for a couple of other offices unsuccessfully, but he's definitely put himself in line with the sycophantic regime leader known as Donald John Trump, but it is of no surprise. Teresa? 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 I'm here. Go ahead.
10: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> here's, here's my piece on this. Um, I, I think Erica brought up some really uh, extraordinary points about his record. Um, and that's so important when we hear these type of endorsements is, you know, people run around with the bloodstained banner of Democrat but the Democratic values are not at the forefront of every decision. And so I think, you know, when we, we start again hearing these endorsements, if we don't know someone's track record um, and we just look at face value, uh, then I think the public will be uh, readily deceived um, and uninformed. And as a community of color, we cannot have either of those things in our background. Uh, I think that this uh, uh, elected official again has had unsuccessful uh, runs, and he's just tired of losing. Donald Trump is running on "We're going to win. We're going to win big, bigly." I guess if that's work. And and <laughs> if you are winning <laughs> bigly, uh, bigly. Then that means he new will word get you now. to. A... <laughs> yeah, listen. He's like, look, I'm gonna get you to elected office, and you know what. <laughs> Part of the talking points is he's giving some Democrats um, a chance at, you know, running and winning public office with financial resources because people still believe that you need money to, to really win um, a, a race, you know. Uh, it depends on what race it is, but a, a race uh, without actually having the actual talking points for the community. So,
6: mm-hmm. you know. Scott?
10: Yeah, it's, it's
11: the Democratic interesting. Pa- I know Vernon
6: the the and... Democratic Party left me.
11: <laughs> well, um. I don't think Vernon could get elected as a Republican in his district, and uh, in, in Decal County, it's heavily Democratic, as I recall, yeah. having gone to Morehouse College. But, but it's interesting. You know, there's always well, we know that one to three, one to five percent of African Americans wrongfully support Donald Trump. I guess my issue is twofold. One, the basis for his support. Uh, you can break out and break down. The Criminal Justice Reform Act started a long time before Donald Trump got in office, and I I don't know whether he can fully take credit for that. The historical black college money was a drop in the bucket compared to what is owed to African American uh, uh, historical black colleges or what we need. I don't remember the third one, but uh, the unemployment rate, There's been no targeted uh, cleaning up of urban America, as Donald Trump promised. And so he hasn't targeted African-American unemployment. It just seemed it went down because of the economy and the other jobs. And most of these jobs we know are low-paying jobs. Uh, The only other thing that begs the question is whether we're going to hear from Vernon in the next three to nine months where he converts to a Republican for a Democrat because he's so far out of line. He's always been a bit of a contrarian, but he's been a conservative Democrat. And Usually when you get these endorsements, you also get, at least from wh- his white counterparts, you get a, um, a, a, a transition to the Republican Party as opposed to staying as a conservative in the Democratic Party.
6: So let me be real clear.
11: If, if you want to
6: vote for Trump, knock yourself out. But don't right. front lie. See, mm-hmm. don't, don't don't front and lie and say any black man should be one to vote for Donald Trump cuz see here's the deal You should have him on the show This oh, oh no, show. no 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 we,
10: oh, no he his
6: ass been invited
10: <laughs> He don't want no smoke
6: Just like just like Charlie Kirk been invited <laughs> just like Candace Owens been invited uh just like um what uh, uh, Bruce Lavelle been invited Oh all of them been invited but it's amazing how they won't bring their asses over here. Because well, see, he come, it's, it's, no, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be it's going it's gonna be real hard for <laughs> Vernon Jones to come on here and he's gonna have to answer. So please tell me this, Vernon. Should black men vote for Donald Trump because they want to, because he wants to get rid of consent decrees? Hmm. Should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump because he believes in voter suppression? Should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump? because he wants to get rid of progressive DAs who want to end mass incarceration. Hmm, should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump, who calls African nations shithole countries? Should Donald Trump, should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump, who has no problem deporting people of color, but he wants white folks from Denmark and Switzerland to be coming into the United States? Hmm. Vernon Jones, should black people vote for Donald Trump, who's rolling back civil rights protections in all federal agencies in his administration. Vernon Jones, should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump, who's appointing incompetent uh, right-wing federal judges who won't even say, many of them, that Brown versus Board of Education was properly adjudicated? Should black men and black women vote for Donald Trump, who's going to appoint more federal judges who oppose civil rights on the federal bench? Please answer those for me. Let's see if he got something to say. All right, y'all, today Sarah Elizabeth Warren announced her endorsement for Vice President Joe Biden, Uh, the latest, to come out in support of him. Here's what she had to say.
9: He grew up on the ragged edge of the middle class in Scranton. He committed to public service early in life and never stopped serving. And he's faced unspeakable tragedy with fortitude and grace. These experiences animate the empathy he extends to Americans who are struggling, no matter what their story. Empathy matters. And in this moment of crisis, it is more important than ever that the next president restores Americans' faith in good, effective government. Joe Biden has spent nearly his entire life in public service. He knows that a government run with integrity, competence, and heart will save lives and save livelihoods. And we can't afford to let Donald Trump continue to endanger the lives and livelihoods of every American. And that's why I'm proud to endorse Joe Biden as President of the United States. I've seen the Vice President help a community heal. One year to the day after the Boston Marathon bombings that tore up bodies, and tore our sense of safety and community. He was here. People who'd been hurt, people who were afraid. He gave them peace, and he gave them grace.
2: I watched it up close. We are Boston. We are America. We respond. We endure. We overcome. And we own the finish line.
9: But when Donald Trump is gone, we will need to do more than heal a nation that has been bitterly divided. We will need to rebuild and transform our country. And I've seen Joe Biden help a nation rebuild. In 2009, President Obama put him in charge of leading the implementation of the Historic Recovery Act to save our economy and help working families. During the recovery, and later when I worked in the White House setting up the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, I saw him up close doing the work, getting in the weeds, never forgetting who we were all there to serve. Among all the other candidates I competed with in the Democratic primary, there's no one I've agreed with 100% of the time over the years. But one thing I appreciate about Joe Biden is he will always tell you where he stands. When you disagree, he'll listen, and not just listen, but really hear you and treat you with respect no matter where you're coming from. And he's shown throughout this campaign that when you come up with new facts or a good argument, he's not too afraid or too proud to be persuaded. Joe Biden was there at the very moment I became a senator. He swore me in. And when he did, he said, you gave me hell and you're going to do a great job. Because that's the thing about Joe. He wants you in the fight with him. And when you're in the fight with Joe at your side, you know you have a partner who's committed to getting something good done for this country. Joe Biden is a selfless public servant. He is committed to the fight for social, racial, and economic justice. Joe Biden will lead a government that works for the American people. And now, it's up to all of us to help make Joe Biden the next president of the United States. Let's get to work. Go to joebiden.com right now and chip in your five bucks, make some phone calls, send some texts. We are all in this together now.
6: So one of the things I want to talk about on our panel right now is like all this, this trauma that's going on with, um, the Bernie people and his supporters. Not a, not a trashing Bernie, saying he sold out. AOC sold out. and You got uh, mm. uh, uh, Breonna Gray, she's like, I respect Bernie, but I ain't endorsing Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders is saying, I'm sorry, uh, if y'all ain't in line for supporting Joe Biden, you're basically supporting Donald Trump. Um, it's, it's I, I, I mean, Scott, you've been in politics. Have you
11: ever seen a brattier group of people? <laughs> well, he's, it's a young movement, if you will. Uh, and they've been bratty for, in 2016, and they're bratty again. But here's a question for you and your listening audience, and hopefully some of the Bernie bros and the, his former uh, press agent or press secretary who's been on this show. Uh, who's the enemy? Who is the enemy? Who is your political enemy? Is it Joe Biden? Is it Bernie Sanders? Or is it Donald Trump? Because whatever your answer is, you're gonna get around or directly to Donald Trump. So if you want to pout and and hate and be unhappy with Bernie Sanders' decision, he did not win and was not gonna win, then pout in private, but don't give the Republicans talking points because you're bratty and you want to pout. Because in the end, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, just like if you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, you get Donald Trump. And if you and Sean King and others Want to want to be bratty and don't want to support Joe Biden, then then go support Donald Trump. You're not going to do that, but by non-voting, by not voting, you're supporting Donald Trump. So change your attitude. We're all in this together. Let's go to work.
6: All right. So yeah. it's, it it has been it has been one thing that just been quite interesting. Uh, and and I, I got to show this video because it's it's quite um um um. I just I don't even know this combination. Uh Cardi B and Bernie Sanders. Um <laughs> has been in, in fact Bernie Sanders was on her Instagram live today and I I I just got to just show y'all. If y'all can listen, y'all can watch this with even like the sound down and probably say what the hell was happening. So roll it.
8: Oh my goodness.
7: Hold on. I'm waiting for
1: Uncle
7: Bernie. People we got Uncle Bernie in my life. Uncle Bernie, how you doing?
2: I'm good, Cardi. I want you to take a look at my nails. How are they looking?
7: They're looking very quarantine. I, I could tell you have been on quarantine for a while now with your nails, but you know what? It's okay, Uncle Bernie.
4: Okay. So, so Uncle um, Bernie.
7: I don't know, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if anybody told you, but the last time I got on live, I had a fit because I was so hurt and upset that you dropped out of the the race and everything. And I was upset because, you know, um, I be looking on Twitter and I be looking on my Instagram and I know that there's so much people, like the youth supports you so much. I know they support you so much, so um when I see that you you know dropped out of the race and everything, I kind of know why, because it's so expensive, it's very expensive to run a campaign, and when things are not going, you know the, the way that you want it to go, it's just like, hey, let me just drop it right now before we spend money on other things." And I was really upset because I keep telling the youth, and I keep telling my people and my supporters like it's like you guys really have to go and vote. And now we are, are, you know, now we're stuck between forty-five. We won't, we won't name them over here. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna name them over here. <laughs> so now we have uh, forty-five and Joe Biden. And you know me, since I've been so on you and so focused on you, I haven't really.
6: Uh, all right, that combo is Teresa is something interesting. <laughs>
7: It's Uncle
10: Bernie. It's Uncle Bernie. Everybody loves Uncle Bernie. We love our seniors. And
6: he's like, and he's like, Cardi, how are my nails? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Mm, mm, mm.
10: Everybody loves Uncle Bernie. Uh, You know, I think we, so one thing about millennials, we do love our seniors. We we love the old folk tales. We love the stories. Uh, We love the experience. So I, I don't, See how this is, like, a mixed relationship here? Um, I, I think it's a whole <laughs> bunch of old wisdom mixed with new uh, wisdom uh, from Cardi's standpoint. Uh, but again, like, even in the live, you know, she had about 125,000. No, nah, it was, a, it was more were...
6: than 130,000.
10: Wow. Yeah. So so even think about that. Between, right? between and... her followers and
6: his followers, Yeah.
10: Think, yeah, so think about that, right? And so that that number alone um, just tells you how much of an influence and in a powerhouse.
6: We keep losing Teresa's uh, signal. Uh, Erica, that, that combo is interesting. But look, <laughs> she makes a point, which I said. She said, look, young folks, y'all didn't vote. Don't be sitting here compli- complaining and whining on Twitter uh, and Snapchat and TikTok and Instagram that Bernie dropped out the young vote did not turn out the way Bernie Sanders thought they were going to, and he needed them to.
13: Right. And and also, Roland, it, it, it traditionally has not. That's the other piece, too. That has been a very, very tough demographic when we look back um, the 60s and 70s. When we look back at those numbers, that's been a very tough um, 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 demographic to capture. Um, so what, what Cardi is doing, I'm hoping that other people will follow suit in this vein that there will be a real conversation to be had around what it means to actually engage the vote. Because I remember back in 2015, 2016, coming up to um, the general election, you had people that were utilizing their platforms to say, well, don't vote top of the ticket, or I'm not voting. And these were people with amazing platforms, with huge influence, and so here we are now, not saying that it was all on them, but they did have a hand in it. So Um, When people of influence, celebrities, um, folks like that are using their platforms, particularly when they have millions of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, to be able to say, well, listen, this is what needs to be done. We need you to vote top of the ticket. And like Scott um, asked the question, um, if you're not voting for whoever is the Democratic um, person at top of the ticket, like who are you voting for? If you're voting, if you're not voting for uh, Joe Biden, then who are you voting for? and if you call yourself a Democrat, an independent, or somebody who is resisting this current regime. So uh, there is a responsibility to those platforms, and kudos to Cardi for using hers in a way to help really engage her followers. And I'm really hoping that other people will follow suit as well, because this is not an election of feelings. The Bernie bros and that whole uh, right-wing has um, right wing of folks have really been able to get away with bratty behavior for several years, had these sympathetic pieces that were written all the way up until the primary, the delegates um, were being counted and moving for Biden. So really hoping that people would not vote their feelings and really vote in the interest of democracy.
6: Uh, It's very interesting, Scott. So I was sitting here uh, looking on uh, over here on YouTube. Let me find the comment. Uh, so that was a guy... Morris Whitaker says, our serious black news, Roland, that was a waste of time. I assume he's talking about the Cardi B... But see, this is where Morris is wrong. Morris is wrong because Cardi B's got about 60 million followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay? She... If if she does an interview with Senator Bernie Sanders, if she does one with Vice President Joe Biden, if Diddy or Janet Jackson or, uh, Beyoncé... I mean, I can go down the line... Yeah, but they're it, not. No, Cardi no, no, B, no, no, though. no, 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 no. Follow me here. Follow me here. Follow me here. They're far more serious. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. No, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though. We let me be real clear. We make a serious mistake dismissing Cardi B. I have listened to Cardi B is a voter. She's somebody also with an opinion. I've listened to a number of her videos talking about what's happening out here in the world tied to politics. I'm not going to dismiss her because you know what? There are other Cardi Bs out there who are not rappers. There are individuals... No, 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 no. Scott, no, no, Scott, let me finish. Let me finish. It's not maybe. It is. And I think Mm -hmm. what you have to do is... As opposed to looking at the hair, the breast, yeah. the nails, all and, and all of this. That's all I see, no, 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 no. That, no, that, Scott, that's well, all you see. I'm, I'm not asking you to see it. I'm asking you to listen to what she's saying, Scott. It's and my that's place. what I'm saying. I can't get past. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Scott, this is how you do it turn your head and just listen. That's <laughs> all so you got to do. I'm telling you. But if we don't, if we don't learn, if we don't... Look, I can tell you, because it actually happens to me, I can tell you Ludacris, Michael Bivens, numerous other artists, I get phone calls saying, hey, Ro, I don't really understand this thing. Can you break it down Mm -hmm. to me? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can, no problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey, man, uh, we hit this city, they protesting, Should we say Mm -hmm. something on stage? Here's the Mm -hmm. whole deal. If we we don't use our knowledge and expertise and pour into them and bring them along, then they're sitting out here with major platforms being unused and untapped.
11: Now, you went from listening to Cardi B with her blue hair and five-inch nails and her 60 million followers to now uh, saying, we need to... And you compared her to these other very serious artists who have a history of political activism. I don't have a problem with Cardi B. My daughters love Cardi B. What I'm saying is, though, if... if, if uh, two things. If I have to... T- if I'm gonna take her seriously, then let's have a serious conversation with Bernie Sanders. You put it on your... your, your show, the, the caller said, you didn't even know what that was, and it became a lighthearted piece as opposed no, to the that was that was the that intro. That was
6: the intro to when they yeah. first came on, and they had a very... And they had a, a
11: very interesting conversation. Okay. The point Let I... Let me make my point, second point. Go, go ahead. Let me make my second point. None of this matters, Roland. Yes, it does. Unless Biden... How can I finish? My goodness. None it, of this matters... It does. If... It, none of it matters if Biden and Bernie Sanders cannot harness it and be task-oriented with Cardi B and every other, the sports figures, political figures, in bringing them together, giving them something to do with real deliverables versus promotional spots that you're gonna run on your show, because the race is that serious. So I got no problem. If she gets 60 million people to vote for uh, uh, Biden in this race, or whoever's a voting age, let's say half of those are voting age, then... God bless her, and I'm all for it. I don't have a problem with her personally, but this is a serious business. No, and you it, want to put it, serious it videos right. on your first, show. First, first, first of all, all of first of all, the first, of all the video, that, first of all, first
6: of all, the video, first of all, the video that I put on was the intro to their conversation. You what I, have done what that. I, first you, of all, no, first of into I, the serious part well, of it. Well, 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 guess what? You get your own show. Put video you, <laughs> you want to put on, but I put on what the I hell I want to put on. But the point I'm making okay. is this a point I'm making here, and y'all let me know when Teresa's uh phone is is acting properly. The point I'm making here is if you <clears throat> if you ignore, if you sit here and get sidetracked by all oh, the hair, the, the nails. Hair the, no, and no, 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 no. Here's the deal though. See again okay. though, that's the mistake you're making.
11: That's not a mistake. It's a that's huge what she's mistake. Presenting.
6: No. Yes, it it's is. A, it's a mistake. That is exactly it's, a, what she's it's a mistake presented.
11: you're making. She ain't
6: talking to you. I'm listening to you her. Said, no, no. Show. You and your you your blue suit. You and your blue suit and your button jerk. shirt and your little flower on your lapel. She ain't oh, talking yeah. to you. Here's and the deal. I'm a fan club, here's a deal. Two, here's the deal. Back. Ella Baker. So, so you're going to criticize me, me. Ella Baker. Ella Baker, one of our greatest organizers, who went oh, from man. the continuum of Movements, progressive movements in New York, to the NAACP, to Mm -hmm. SCLC, to SNCC and beyond. I know the woman. No, no, hold up. Hold up. Ella Baker told SNCC workers this. When you go and talk to those sharecroppers, take your college clothes off and put on on some overalls. Yes. She then said, she then said... Don't go to them telling them what they need. Ask them what do they want. Thirdly, she said, and you can read Barbara Ransby's book on Ella Baker, Mm -hmm. she then said they may not, they not gonna have your education. Mm -hmm. They may at best gotten past the sixth grade. She said, I'm gonna tell you something right now. They smart as hell and know what they want. Now, I could sit here and I can question Cardi B's language and I can, say, I, I can say I can subject, verb, uh, disagreement, agreement. I can say whatever. I can go through all that I want to. Exactly. But here's what I do know. I would rather have a Cardi B subject, verb, disagreement talking politics than having an entertainer with a major reach not saying a damn thing. And so what I mean, I'm you, saying is... what a false comparison. What I'm, no, it's not a false comparison. Work. What the I'm arguing work is I'm, what we, what we, work. what those of us who are politically astute should do is not look down on a Cardi B, We're not dismiss a Cardi B, Erica. What we well, should be doing is saying, sister, let me holler at you and feature some more, and feature some more. And as somebody who has interacted with numerous entertainers... Right. I'm telling you, we right. can do better if we willing to engage them. Erica, go ahead.
13: Absolutely. And I've said on that show before, you know, in talking to trap boys, trap girls, it, those are communities as well. And talking at people and not giving people the opportunity that we have in these discussions that we have to be invited to the table, or even that they don't necessarily need to be invited, right? They're citizens of this country. They should be engaged in democracy. So, and then Scott, her hair was purple. It was not blue. Um, So (laughs) for Cardi to have these conversations with a Senator Bernie Sanders, um, she is actually working. Um, She's not on anyone's payroll. She actually is working. She has a platform. She has people that whenever they see that she's going live, they're going to engage. And we don't know who in that audience has not ever listened to politics, um, has not paid attention to it, has really kind of followed the mantra, they don't really care about us. It doesn't matter. That's actually began to lean into politics. And so when we start talking about those more serious conversations, then enter um Roland Martin, then enter a Erica. Scott Bolden, then enter a Teresa Lundy, then enter Erica Savage Wilson to really pull um to really teach about um the different the mechanics of it, but that she on her own accord is using her lived experience um, someone who, has grown up in one of the toughest boroughs, the Bronx, right, to talk about what she's experienced and then say that these are things that I absolutely don't understand. And this is a young woman, a young married woman with a child that's in her 20s, that could really be spending this time doing whatever in the hell else that she wants to do. She could be expanding her mu- erica, music music portfolio or something different things and, and, in fact, and, Rollings, and in fact hold, hold up and in fact hold, hold, hold up hold up how, if if how, hold up hold up hold up teresa's
6: back how do you know scott 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 put, scott put a sock in it scott put a sock in it teresa's back teresa go ahead and weigh in
10: you know what erica has so many great points um uh, so here's one gosh. of the the lines. Finalized... You too? I... Yes, us too. <laughs> so... <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So part of the nuance of government and politics is accepting the new age of engagement of which our older generation hasn't really been receptive to us. They wait until... Here's one thing about Cardi B that I really love. She made it a non-negotiable to talk about her political uh, or her neighborhood, uh, where she grew up, who she is, how she, uh, you know, had to fend from the polls to, to the hood streets um, into the uh, music studio, right? And I think a lot of us, especially millennials and Generation Z, can relate to the hustle, re- can relate to the mantra of, listen, I know my voice needs to be heard, but it's not going to just be heard in music. You're going to hear it on the platform as I'm, uh, you know, coming out to an audience of thousands of thousands of people and I'm, I'm, I'm blessing them with my entertainment. But we're not going to ignore once you leave out of this three hour concert of what's going on outside. And I think a lot of them need to take a direct approach, because especially since we have these social media platforms that literally didn't come out. Overnight, but they came out, you know, heavy in force, and people. We are now dealing with a TikTok. I don't know if you guys know what TikTok is, but the TikTok platform is is short, it's sweet, it's video, it's cutting, right? Yeah, and if you're, if we're not, Teresa. All I'm saying is, if you put
11: it to work. Is she gonna campaign? It's easy to do a video. We don't. She people, is campaigning. Sixty million. Well, 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 a, well. Actually, well, actually, Scott. Hold saying. up. Actually, I'm Scott. Actually, actually Scott. Your point. Actually, Scott. Sixty million to her advantage. Scott, right? She's using it to
6: her damn advantage. She's campaigning. A, a interview saying, that
11: sounds Scott? so silly. Like what the, the hell? All right, all right. Hold up. Hold up.
6: Hold up. hold up. See right there. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you when you a kappa.
11: <laughs> no, no.
6: And you don't fully think through thing, stuff. So I'm going to shut it all up. So, all right, well, get past... It get it, So get past Stop this. It. Anthony, go to my iPad.
11: How many times has Cardi B voted? And and tell I've me. I heard
7: that you are endorsing <clears> now, <throat> now Joe Biden. And, you know, we're really now in a matrix is it's either Joe Biden or Trump. And one thing is, you know, a lot of people, like, like the youth, they don't really... <laughs> they don't really rock with Joe Biden because he's conservative. But the thing is that, like, you know, I think Obama, right? I think Obama did, like, a smart move where he picked Joe Biden as his vice vice president because that's how he got the conservative vote. And just because there's so many people that are liberal like me and are a little bit more open with things, a lot of these states are not. So I think that that's why, you know, Obama had... Biden as vice president and now he's endorsing him and we're very excited to um to see that I'm very excited and I'm excited too that you are endorsing Joe Biden and I will want you to tell my platform why are you endorsing him like why Good. should you vote for him well, and how spread sorry. for us to vote for Joe Biden
2: okay yeah. first point is that when I announced that I was running for president and there were like 18 <laughs> people running you know, what I said is, if I don't win, and I've tried hard to win, uh, I will endorse the Democrat who wins because Donald Trump is, to my mind, the most dangerous president in the modern history of America.
6: Anthony, come back. So, now, that, you, that, that will hold now, up. Then, well, hold on, hold on, one hold on, second, on, one man. second, hold up. That was, now, that it was a total, the the, uh, the total time... Uh, the interview, I think it was around 10 plus so minutes. Uh, Bernie's if folks out there, you can go if you go to Bernie Sanders' uh, Twitter feed. I think also his Instagram channel. Uh, you actually see uh, the full video of that conversation.
11: But Scott, go ahead. You should have run that video and only that video because that does sound that does have a sound, sound bites of of serious political rhetoric. I ran and both. Bernie is talking. I ran the both. Intro- was just just nonsensical. The intro was the damn intro. It didn't matter. I mean that's audio, stupid. I
6: mean it's it stupid. It's it's stupid to whine about the intro when it was the intro. Bernie was excited. She was excited. Hell, I thought it was cute. I, here's what I'm happy about. Well, we I, I, I'm, I'm actually we happy. I'm actually happy to see that when she says, "You please tell my." platform, my followers, yeah. why you endorsing Joe Biden. I agree. Now, now, I but see, well you. but if you bitch and moan about her hair, her nails, and how she talked, she, I'm people like
8: moaning about people like her, people like her may say, people like
6: her may say, you know what, I don't even want any of this. Well, guess what, Scott? The serious come with the playful and the playful come with the serious but First guess what but guess video. what Scott Let's you can't, can't you can't campaign right now when you can't have no rallies you can't go door to door you can't do any concerts so, we so, got 7 months so you got to you, you got to do digital we'll you got to do digital so guess what in the place of rallies in the place of door to door contact in the place of concerts you better have a digital outreach plan and Let's i and, I, and I hope and i hope i i hope to see cardi b talk to joe yeah. biden i hope to see rihanna do it others yeah. as well but so you i believe those of us we make a mistake being uh. older african americans who are so arrogant and dismissive of young folk who are Did entertainers that we don't know how to talk to them work with them get them up to speed and i'm saying as somebody who's done it i've seen the value and guess what yeah. scott if it was me or Good you they're gonna have they a better percentages and, the and guess no no guess what they gonna call me before they call you, cause I'm I willing to actually to talk me. to them. It's
11: your show. Well,
6: first of all, they ain't gonna call you. They don't know who the hell you are. So let's just go ahead and say that. Okay. They don't even know.
11: That may but, be the case. Right. But, but what I'm saying is, you, that we we, your, we that gotta work your with your them.
6: We gotta stop whining and we gotta say, you know what? I'm gonna work with you. I'm gonna bring you up to speed. Let me break it down for you. And too many of us don't do it. We don't spend the time do it, folks. We talking about. We just have a difference of opinion. No, we. Well, first of all, you ain't got no opinion. Anyway, so man, that's whatever. uh, (laughs) Y'all watch this coronavirus drama. Lots of scams out here. Tyler Perry just dropped this video, and I
14: was just texting him saying I was
6: gonna play this video. So listen to this.
14: Everybody, Um, hate to come on and say this, but I'm pretty annoyed and and. You know, people are so wicked and so evil and to think that they're setting up all of these fake sites asking you to send them money because I'm giving away thousands of dollars. It's just downright evil, downright wrong. I wish Instagram and Facebook and Twitter would do a better job at taking some of this stuff down, especially at a time like this because no sooner than we report 10, there's 10 more that are popping up. Please, please, please especially, you know, the people who have been supporting me all these years. Times are hard. They're tight right now. People are really, really struggling. Don't don't fall for this. Do not fall for this. Do not send anybody money thinking that I'm sending money. Do not fall for that. Those are lies. They're all fake sites, okay? Listen to me. Everything that 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 I'm doing, and I'm doing a lot to help a lot of people, I'm not asking anybody for anything to do that. I think to whom much is given, much is required. So please do not fall for the fake sites. You want to know what I'm doing, check out my verified sites here, this Instagram, this Facebook, this Twitter. Don't fall for the foolishness, guys. I can't believe people would be this wicked, but they are, and they'll, I promise you they will reap what they sow. So don't fall for it. Please, please do not fall for any of these fake scams saying that I'm giving away money and to send something to them. Please. Scott, is that video okay? Oh, it was perfect, and he's a very legitimate
11: multimillionaire doing incredible things for the African-American community, as well as politically.
6: Okay, so... He didn't
11: have purple hair.
6: Well, so we, we just want to be... Well, he he dressed as Madame Medea, really? Madele. Really? He... So well, thing
13: he... he he, he dressed like a professional black man. That, that's the problem. That is the problem. There within lies you the you problem. The video, we are saying not come you as you are, think but a lot you need to come Perry with a specific and we'll uniform. And that is what draws a lot of people who feel like they don't have a fit in this political space. I tell people all the time: the very act that they were born is an act of politics. You, um, are uh, you are born into politics. And so wherever you take up space, there you are rightfully there to take up space. Look at Donald Trump. I don't Donald disagree Trump. with you. He is a, a slob who is the president of the United States. He doesn't appeal. He doesn't have the look. He he's not presidential. But there he is leading our country. And so I think we do ourselves a, um, a um, disf- we um, we do ourselves um, a disservice as well when we say to folks that even as they began to really yearn to understand what is happening in these complex pieces known as politics, to say that, well, mm-hmm. if you are going to actually engage in something that you're born into, that this is the way that you should look. Hell, I mean, I have locks. And so for the longest time, I was you know, told that there were certain things that I shouldn't or could not do because of the way that I chose to wear my hair, because of the way that it grows naturally out of my head. I discounted that because I know better and I've been grounded well. And so again, for the Cardi B's, um, unlike Killer Mike's who are actually using their platforms and and talking to people and not telling them not to vote top of the ticket, but just to concentrate on their state and local governments, but that is actually curious, is asking questions that I'm sure many of her people that follow her are curious Mm. about, that she's actually doing the work of folks who are engaged in politics.
6: You know, one of the yeah. things, one of the things, Teresa, that, that you know, that, that Tyler Perry, Perry speaks to is that this is a time where people, where the scam art is really going to overdrive. Uh, I, mm-hmm. had a, I had a fool last night uh, trying to impersonate a marketing company, uh, wanting to, trying to get me. First of all, y'all, here's the first thing. If, 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 a, if a so-called company is reaching out to you and they're using a Gmail... <laughs> No, I'm, no just gonna, I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna walk y'all through. So let me just help y'all out. <laughs> uh, the, the first thing y'all, I, I just want y'all, uh, don't just get excited and jump at something. First thing you need to do is, you need to look at what they write and yeah. go, okay, why are you with this company, but you're using a Gmail? I then sent an email to them and I said, okay, uh, why don't you send me your office number? So, my sales staff can follow up. Oh, no, we not allowed to give out numbers. (laughs) Ding, two. U.S. numbers, anyway. Y'all, ain't no real company not allowed to give out phone numbers, okay? That's just one right there. And then... One then the email because they emailed me twice and I ignored them. Then they sent me a third time, are you gonna answer our emails? I was like, well, let's see what these fools talking about. And so I'm like, so what kind of ass y'all talking about? And they sit here and they y'all they emailed me at two or three o'clock in the morning. It was hilarious. <laughs> and, and what and what they were what they third were, stop sign. <laughs> what what they were trying to do, uh, what they were trying to do, it it, it was it was really um yeah, uh, Anthony, if you go to my iPad, you'll see, uh, we cannot share our personal number. And email, et cetera. So y'all the and the email is right here. Let me go. Y'all go ahead and uh look at it right there. Uh W-N-E-Y R-O-Z-E at gmail.com. Lying asses. And put so Yeah, I'm gonna put them on. So I want I want y'all y'all all can send an email to W-N-E-Y-R-O-Z-E at Gmail.com and say your punk ass fraud. Uh, and oh so, gosh. what I did was, I emailed, I emailed, first of all, you see, they tried to say they were EVOC Advertising, E-V-O-K. So, y'all come back to me. So, what I did was, I, I go to the website for EVOC Advertising, type in the name, ain't no name. They had, a, they had a number of other people who worked for the company. So, I sent them emails saying, is there somebody by this name working at your company? Uh, and so they responded this morning and they said report them to Google phishing because see y'all, here's what they were trying to do. They were trying to claim that they can place advertisers with ads on my Facebook page. And what they try to do is they try to get you to give up your username and password. That's Phishing. And so what Tyler Perry is talking about are these similar scams out here. Well, they, when well, people set these things up, saying Tyler Perry is creating a coronavirus relief fund, you give Tyler already saying, "I don't need no relief fund. I am the relief fund," mm-hmm. uh, and that's what you're seeing. And so uh, I just want everybody out there, you need to be extra careful. I know people are hurting for money, and they think people are doing good, but you need to verify, check always do do all of that and if somebody tell you we can't send you our number and it's against company policy that's the biggest red flag that it's a scam it's a scam and also um i I get these emails saying uh you have violated facebook standards i want all of y'all watching to do this Anytime you get any kind of email like that, do not click in the body. Check the email first. Check the email first. Because if it says Facebook at G765CRLU.MAIL, it ain't real. And so there are a lot of people, uh, Teresa, who get in trouble with these scams because they start clicking in the body of the email... Which then goes to whatever that site is and what they're doing is they're then capturing your trying to capture your data to get you to put your username and password in <clears throat> and a lot of people have lost money on these type of scams uh, erica and scott
13: Yeah, absolutely, and you talked about how, you know, even though this is a a very emotional time, that this does um, actually means that people need to heighten their discernment and their due diligence, so I think those those are great points, Um, but to also um, check your your, um, junk mail, your spam mail, because oftentimes a lot of those messages filter into your spam or your junk mail, and maybe one will be able to sneak over into your inbox, so... Um, Again, for people really to exercise due diligence, there is no need to be giving out any personal information, either on the phone, by text, or by email. Um, And then the last point, you talked about verify, but it is, again, verify, verify, verify.
11: You know, my golden rule, Roland, is if something looks suspicious, then you gotta verify, and it is suspicious. And don't respond, don't click on the uh app or whatever that 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 icon is just don't do it you know one of the things we do at our reed smith is we have an it group that that sets us up they send uh phishing emails to us to test us and if you open it up you get a ding letter and if you report it to it then you know you beat the phishing exercise internally but it's huge with law firms it's used generally but uh you just got to be careful uh, because you can really embarrass yourself worse. Your bank accounts and your credit cards and your personal information can really uh, be absconded with, and uh, getting that back and getting it off the black uh, the black Internet, uh, or the dark Internet, rather, is just a headache, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I support what you're saying and all, all of our, our colleagues who are on this uh, show right now. Uh,
6: Teresa, go ahead. She there? I mean,
10: I'm here. Go ahead last and final comments uh everything that you said and uh and um erica and um bolden uh scott. brought up phenomenal points scott sorry <laughs> <laughs> um you no, have brought no up no Carrillo a scott P- a scott a period scott bolden no, let, no. let me do my public no, I'm service D scott
6: now alo wishes oh, scott bolden go ahead
10: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um. Yes. Everything you you said uh, is absolutely true. But I just want to add another note. It's not only email. You're going to be getting uh, these type of uh, spam phishing through your social media accounts. So your mm-hmm. LinkedIn, they are popular popular, They are populating on the mm-hmm. uh, the messenger portion because it is almost like an email. Uh, And they're doing it through there as well. So you'll get it between, if you're Eastern time, uh, probably midnight to 3 a.m. So anytime you're getting, you know, an app developer or somebody uh, reaching out saying, click here to learn more, uh, just pay attention to your message inbox specifically on social media platforms.
6: All right, folks, uh, that is it for us. Um, Folks, uh, first and foremost, um, we've got a great, event happening tomorrow in addition to roller martin unfiltered 6 p.m eastern tomorrow my man gerald albright is going to be doing a live jam right here on roller martin unfiltered benefiting the music relief fund here is
4: gerald hey everybody this is saxophonist gerald albright i'm so excited to announce that this thursday evening april 16th At 7.45 p.m. East Coast time, 4.45 p.m. West Coast time, I'm gonna do my very first live stream concert at G's Place, my home recording studio. So we'd love for you to tune in. You can find it at my Facebook page, which is Gerald Albright Music. And also it'll be linked to my dear friend and fraternity brothers pages, Roland Martin, on his Periscope page, his Instagram page, his YouTube page and his Facebook page. So we'll be easy to find on Thursday evening and proceeds are gonna go to those musicians who are having challenging times during this horrible pandemic that we're going through, but we're gonna get through this, we know it. So tune in on Thursday evening. Uh, Donations can be made on my Cash App account and the username is the dollar sign Gerald a a once again that's the dollar sign g e r a l d a a we appreciate your donations and your love and we thank you in advance for that so we'll see you on thursday evening we're going to do a lot of tunes that you know and love it's going to be a party we want you to be a part of it so we'll see you then
6: Rolling Martin Unfiltered, we want you to do that. Uh folks, earlier today, uh we had a great discussion about the power of our vote. Uh partner with the Lawrence Community for Civil Rights Under Law, Kristen Clark, uh, who leads the organization. We also had U.S. Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, Hill Harper, Rashad Robinson of Color of Change, Brittany Patnett Cunningham, one of our activists as well. Great conversations on our YouTube channel. You can check it out. We're gonna be going to be restreaming that conversation later tonight. Folks, we want you to support what we do right here at Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, I talked about in the story, this is, uh, look, a small business. We've got a staff of 10 people. uh, And we do all of this with a very small staff. Every single day, we're delivering you a quality two-hour show, providing the kind of content you're not gonna get uh, other plays as well. And plus, y'all gotta support us anyway because I gotta be able to put up with Scott. So that's hazard (laughs) pay right there alone. Um, But we want you to support what we do. Join our Bring the Funk fan club. Your dollars goes to make this possible. Uh, Scott should have given us $10,000 because he lost a bet. Teresa I was sitting right was there, but then when he realized that he got busted, <laughs> he got outsmarted by an alpha. And no, 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 I do a thousand. I should have tra- typed in T. You should have hit that extra. I sh- right yeah, I should have, uh, yeah, I had I his card. Uh, but we, we it, want it, you guys to, support, it, it, look, this is real, this is real simple. Yeah,
11: got invoice from your people too. Yeah, I ask, know what it was for. Yeah,
6: we're going to send another one. We're, we're going to catch you fishing. So our, <laughs> our goal is simple, folks. Our goal by the end of the year, we want 20,000 of our fans uh, to join our fan club, 50 bucks uh, each for the cost of the year, $4.19 a month, comes out to something like that, 13 cents a day. Your dollars make this show possible, allows for us to be able to produce this show, do what we do every single day. Uh, Look. Los Angeles Times just laid off uh, a number of their staffers. They say they're losing anywhere from 50 to 70% of all their advertising. Uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer is down to four reporters. Uh, media outlets, uh, Vox Media, I saw before I came on, laying off uh, around 100 people or so. Uh, look, we got 10. I don't wanna have to lay off anybody. I don't wanna have to cut anybody's salary, but the reality is that's where we are. Uh, but there's nobody out there. And I see these people doing these specials on black people in the coronavirus. We're here every single day, bringing you some of the top experts in the field. Black members of Congress, people in business, all kinds of leaders. That's why we do this. If you're on YouTube right now, you can get right there on YouTube. It's 22,585 people on YouTube right now. If 10% of the people on YouTube give right now, it meets our monthly goal. Uh, but on Facebook, y'all watching as well. And so you can give me a Cash App at the bottom. That's PayPal. We go right Cash App is right here, dollar sign RM unfiltered now go to paypal paypal.me forward slash unfiltered uh then of course if you go to rollermartinunfiltered.com you can use square for your credit card and then some people want to send checks they send me an email we'll send them the address i'll just give you the address uh 1327 west washington boulevard suite 102 b is in boy chicago illinois 60607 make the check payable to new vision media in vision media inc Um, again, uh, we're gonna be here every day, and we don't, we're live five days a week, we stream our content seven days a week. That's why we do what we do, and so nobody else is doing what we're doing, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Periscope, and now we've added Instagram Live as well. So we appreciate all of you who joined our fan club, but if you have not, if y'all enjoying this content and joining it for free, please join the fan club, make a contribution. You can also, of course, use that. You get discounts for products that are on our website, pocket squares, books, and other items that we have. So we certainly appreciate that. Folks, thanks a bunch. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yes, Scott, I have black and gold on since Gerald Albright's also an alpha. As we get ready I was going to watch, but as we, I'm not. Yeah, nah, yeah, I didn't yeah.
11: know he was an alpha. Yeah, well, but you know what? You have to I walk... need a pocket square. Yeah, you, I will take one of those from you. No, actually you, buy, <laughs> actually, you buy one of those. No. No, just send me a few, brother. No, no, you, no, no,
6: no, you, you buy. Know,
11: just look a brother up. No, 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 but, but you're a kappa.
6: <laughs> See, <laughs> membership has its privileges. I
11: gave money. Just, just send yeah, know, me a Yeah, I know. You, you don't do, right. Tell the money you gave goes to your
6: discount.
11: yes all right y'all
6: I'll see y'all tomorrow Holla!
3: from BBC Radio 4
1: off today.